Hello and welcome to episode three of the Make Progress with Meditation podcast. My name is Colin Ellis, also known as author QC Ellis. Today we're going to be talking about the benefits of meditation. And I'm a little bit hesitant to get into this one because most people already have heard of the benefits of meditation. There's nowhere on the internet you can go without seeing a list of the benefits of meditation, especially if they're selling a meditation or selling a meditation program. Unfortunately, as somebody who knows a thing or two about meditation, when I did a little bit of research on this, I found that a lot of them, they seem to go around other websites and basically collate a big list of the benefits and then just list them on their own website and say that their own meditation does everything. And even if they're, they're saying, oh yes, science says, or it's proven by science, that again is a little bit dodgy. They're getting it second hand. So they don't really know that these different bits of research have been done on very specific bits of meditation. Now, if you look at episode one, I talked about the various types of meditation. So when the scientists say, oh, we've researched meditation, this is our conclusion, and the benefits are this, this, and this, and this, you still have to look carefully because you don't know at that point which type of meditation they're talking about. Are they talking about a mantra? Or are they talking about mindfulness? Or are they talking about some other different type of meditation? Now, there is a lot of research specifically on mindfulness and mindfulness meditation. And of course, that gets confused as well because they talk about mindfulness. And I, <laughs> and I know quite a bit about mindfulness and I've written books on it. <laughs> and one of the first things that I say is the definition is all wrong. <laughs> Because they're using this definition, mindfulness, to mean one specific thing, but then when they start talking about it, they mean 10 different things. <laughs> we can talk about this actually a lot more in the episode where I go into the difference between meditation and mindfulness. Because there are differences. <laughs> and you might have noticed on episode one, when I talked about the types, you would have got an inkling then that depending on which meditation you do, the results may be different. So the benefits are going to be different depending on which meditation you're doing. A meditation that emphasises rested absorption, which is exactly the meditation that I did in episode two, that meditation, the benefits from there will be reduced stress and obviously relaxation. It gets you into a very much calmer state of mind. It releases the good hormones and suppresses the nasty hormones, the ones that get you all alert and agitated. suppresses those and gets you the feel-good factor going. It helps your body to recuperate. It helps you to be able to sleep, especially if you do that meditation before you go to sleep, not necessarily at the exact same time. And what I would suggest is you don't go on to any devices with a screen between doing your meditation and going to bed. Do your meditation straight to bed. <laughs> you'll find that you'll have a, a far better sleep. You'll be able to sleep. Just a biological thing. We need to have a rest away from certain kinds of light, which then helps us, the body to realise we're going into sleep. 
The meditation that emphasizes directed attention will also benefit you in a similar way because it really helps to get deeper into relaxed absorption. So a little combination there of emphasizing relaxed absorption and then using the directed attention will definitely have tons of stress release. And to tell you the truth, the stress release in itself creates many, many, many of the other benefits. <laughs> and every meditation, if it is a proper meditation, has both these elements in it. And the other element that every meditation has within it is mindful awareness. The mindful awareness part helps you to stay with the thing that you're directing your attention toward. So outside of stress release and general relaxation, what other benefits are there? Directed attention type of meditations definitely help us with our focus inside meditation and then that transfers to outside of meditation as well. The meditations emphasizing mindful awareness helps us with our memory and our mindfulness outside of the meditation. Visualizations and mantras are slightly different technologies. They are meditation technologies, but they're different to the core, even though the core are there as well. So the core are mindful awareness, directed attention, and relaxed absorption. So they're there. But now we're emphasizing a visualization or vocal syllables in a mantra. And there are other kinds of meditations as well. So another kind of meditation is a meditation where we may have a question in our mind. So we're contemplating uh, an idea or maybe a logic. Typically with those kinds of meditation, we start off with that and then we end up with a conclusion and we have our directed attention on that conclusion. Whether that conclusion is a logical conclusion or a feeling arises through that logic. So that kind of questioning, contemplation type of meditation will help us to come up with answers, possibly intuitive answers. And it can be really useful to know ourselves at this sort of deeper level, the reality of things at a deeper level, depending on the way that the contemplation goes, the logic that we are using and the way that we're using that particular kind of meditation. One of these episodes, I'll go into a bit more detail about visualisation and how you can visualise without having to visualise. As you can imagine, using your imagination can definitely help with tons of things. Partly because our subconscious mind, it is said, cannot tell the difference between an imaginary scenario and a real life scenario out there. We can do all sorts of things with visualization type meditations. We can heal all sorts of things from the past it can help us to progress towards our goals. We can also use it along with the contemplation to ask questions of our future self. One of the things I would say about visualization is that our mind, our mind just loves stories. And what it will do is use the story for some kind of healing. Now, this isn't a case that any visualization, imagination type meditation that you hear on YouTube will definitely, ultimately heal you of everything or even heal you of the things that they suggest they're going to. We're all individuals, so it, the story needs to connect with us. 
So let's say you're listening to a guided visualization using your imagination and it does connect with a story that you already have deep inside your subconscious mind. Your subconscious mind can use that story to release deeply held trauma and stress without the story being the same as your story. It can be a bit like sci-fi or fiction. It can be completely off the wall, but because there's certain elements in there that your subconscious mind can connect with something within you, it will definitely want to use it to release you of whatever is holding you back. I offer this explanation because a lot of people, they, they have certain things that they will agree with and it makes logical sense and it's real and it's you know it's reality based but then they'll come across a visualization say that is based on a potential fiction for them let's say angels okay now i'm not going to say what my belief is in relation to angels but let's say i have a client or a student who doesn't believe in angels and there's a a meditation that uses your imagination and it talks about connection with angels, beings of light. There's two ways we can go with this. One is, is to go, oh no, there is no such thing as angels. I am going to shut myself off from this meditation. That's it. It's not going to work for me. Stop. The other reaction, and this is why I need to explain it to people, is to say, aha, this is a bit like reading a fiction book or watching a sci-fi movie. I'm simply going to enjoy it. I don't have to believe it to enjoy it. I will ride the wave of this imaginary story and see what happens. And that's a completely different approach which allows the subconscious mind to do its thing while consciously not believing any of it because it's a fiction. We don't have to believe in those angels. We don't have to believe in the light coming down from the infinite to have a profound effect on your subconscious mind. Then mantras are similar. They're a little bit more esoteric. They use a slightly different... <laughs> slightly. They're using a completely different technology, <laughs> a verbal technology, which is still a meditation. You're still using the three core components. What I suggest to everybody is to learn initially the three core components, be able to work with those without anybody else, without guidance, without an app or anything. And then when you move into mantra and visualization and contemplation types of meditation, you're already sort of primed. You have everything you need to be able to enhance those meditations. For instance, the visualization. If we're going to use our imagination, and if we're going to let go of our conscious objection to the non-reality aspects of that visualization using our imagination, then it's really, really great to relax as deeply as possible. It's also excellent to be mindful of, the, of what's happening and be more conscious of what's happening within the storyline of the visualisation. So you're staying with it, not necessarily believing every word, but you're staying with it. 
and then really focus in on the important aspects of that visualization. And generally, the important parts are the feelings that arise from that visualization. And the better you do that, those three things, the more benefit you'll gain from the meditation. Now, I know a lot of people, what they do is they go onto YouTube and other places or to a meditation teacher and they basically sit there and they, they just want to be a consumer. They simply want to be guided, not have to do anything, let go. And the teacher's responsibility to give them the benefits of meditation. And what I'm suggesting here is that if you have even a small regular practice of a very simple meditation, then not only are the guided meditations more effective, but also outside of that, you're going to gain more and more benefits. And I know this is about the, the benefits of meditation, and I've mentioned so much about stress release and releasing trauma, healing, progressing towards your goals. And I'm not going to go through every one of those, but we're talking physical benefits, we're talking emotional benefits, we're talking mental benefits. In my book, Stress, Anxiety and the Battle for Your Sanity, I discuss how just mindful awareness with a bit of a meditation practice can take us from being stressed and full of anxiety at the chronic level. I actually talk about, I think it was five levels of stress which then becomes chronic. So you can't get away from it. And at that stage, when people say all these things that they say to help you because they've, you know, they've been stressed and they've had a bit of anxiety in the past, uh, and we all have, but when it becomes chronic, all, all those things like be positive, they just don't work anymore. We can also make progress with that without using the mind, but with the meditation and the practice outside of meditation, of bringing your attention, looking for something to appreciate. It jumps back and doing it again and again. It can be surprisingly quick how the mind starts to realise, well, actually, it's nicer over there <laughs> than it is where we've been staying for all this time. And the place to go to first is the neutral zone. Before you get to being gentle with yourself, the beginner's mind, using more and more of the appreciation, accepting yourself, and that leads then to guidance towards yourself and compassion and all the rest of it. So we take our mind away from the reality that we have of being anxious and feeling overwhelmed and redirecting our attention longer and longer periods of time and noticing. So this is where the mindfulness comes in. You notice on purpose how different it is from having the mind on automatic to be consciously aware of your mind doing that and then gently nudging it towards the neutral zone. And that whole book is about how to do that. And an introduction to the practices of mindfulness, including mindfulness meditation. And the great thing about the mindfulness meditation, part of that is it reduces your stress levels. So therefore, you've got more capacity to nudge away from the stress and anxiety towards a neutral without having to try and be positive or using affirmations. And then nudging yourself to be more gentle with yourself. So I have a task for you. If you haven't heard about the benefits of meditation, then definitely go on a search engine and search for the benefits of meditation. But then check, 
check to see what kind of meditation they're actually talking about. See if I'm right. Do they mostly just give a list? And the ones that mention the science, do they go beyond just saying science proves that? Do they actually tell you the specific kind of meditation that was used in those studies? One of the things you might come across, articles or science that talks about the dangers of meditation. Now again, you have to be careful what kinds of meditation were they practicing for that. But actually, I've got a whole episode to talk about that coming up. So listen out. Definitely subscribe to the podcast so you'll get that. The next episode, episode four, and every even number of this series will be a meditation. The next one is a visualization. Before we actually do the visualization on that podcast, I'll tell you how to visualize without visualizing. And you've probably already guessed, if you're using your imagination, your imagination is not only visual. And before I end this particular episode, I'd just like to mention a couple of things. If you are a meditator, either a beginner or more advanced, then you may be interested in our masterclasses. To find out more about that and to be invited to one of our masterclasses for free, go to meditationteacher.uk. So that's meditationteacher.uk. And just subscribe and I'll invite you to an online workshop. And I look forward to speaking to you again soon. If you have any questions about meditation, you can find my contact details at qcellis.com. So until next time, ciao for now.